Good morning, everyone. If you could, if you're able to rise, would you please stand? We bow our heads, say thank you for the blessings you have bestowed upon us, and thank you for the opportunity to gather here today. We ask you to give us patience and perseverance during our trials and tribulations and humility and gratitude with our victories. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. If we could get County Clerk Feetson to lead us in the pledges of our flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state, under God, one and indivisible. Good morning and welcome to everyone. Do I have a motion to open the meeting? Move we open. Commissioner Brosman. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor says aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. We are open for business. First item on the agenda is to approve the minutes of the following meeting. I move to approve the following minutes from the previous meetings, April 27th and May 4th. Second. Motion's been made by Commissioner Broom, seconded by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Public comments. Uh, we have had actually only one person sign in, and that's for an agenda item later in the, move, uh, in the meeting, so we don't have anyone making public comments today. Do we uh, need to have a motion that we had no public comments? I'll accept a motion saying that we had no public comments to accept. Second. Second by commission. Uh, motion has been made by me, seconded by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? We've accepted the no public comments. Thank you, sir. Our next item on the agenda is to sign a proclamation proclaiming May 23 as Older American Month in Fayette County, and I believe we have Miss Karen Wopel on here. Is that right, Karen? Yes. Okay. Well, we say congratulations. Tell us about uh, Older American Month, please. So it's a uh, spotlight to focus awareness on the problems that older Americans face in our society and how we work together to try to help them overcome those barriers. Um, I represent Combined Community Action, uh, Meals on Wheels Rural Capital Area. We have been proudly serving since 1966. Uh, Fayette County has a number of sites where we provide meals to homebound um, uh, seniors in our communities and it has been a pleasure and an honor to serve Fayette County. Well, we appreciate what you do. This proclamation in part talks about, as you mentioned, Meals on Wheels. And it says, whereas Meals on Wheels can work to provide an even, even better community for our older adults, not limiting our thinking about aging, emphasizing the many positive aspects of aging, inspiring older adults to push past traditional boundaries and embracing our community diversity. Therefore, let it be resolved, Fayette County declares the month of May in the year 2023 to be Older Americans Month to celebrate older adults and people who support them, help create an inclusive society and accept the challenges of flexible thinking around aging. Miss Austin, are we signing this in advance? Yes, right now, okay. We will sign this and Miss Walpole, if we could get a picture of you, we will present this proclamation to you. And again, we say thank you for what you do and continue to do. Uh, I move we sign the proclamation proclaiming the month of May 2023 as Older American Month in Fayette County. Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. What, what, 
Yeah, we'd like for you to be part of the picture, okay. Ms. Wolfel. Yeah, uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, professionals. We need Commissioner Brosman's signature, and then we'll make it official. Very good. Okay, uh, Karen, if you'll stand right like this, will this work, folks? Yeah. Number four, we're going to sign a proclamation proclaiming the week of May 21 through the 27th as Emergency Medical Services Week here in Fayette County. And we've got our director, Josh Vandiver, here in attendance. And Josh, is it your preference that we sign this in advance yeah. at, this, at this time? Sure, either way. Yes, okay, sir. we will do so. Congratulations for what you do and you do one heck of a job and, and we all know it's it's not an easy job i move we approve signing a proclamation designating the week of may 21st to 27 2023 as emergency medical services week in fake motion has been made by commissioner grossman second second by commissioner mcbroom all in favor say aye aye opposed motion carries Josh, would you like to say something? Yeah, you give us a speech just Sure. I, uh, I think it's important that we recognize uh, these ladies and gentlemen for the work they do on a daily basis. Uh, they work 48-hour shifts. Um, they, when they, the, the ones of them that travel to our county to work, uh, they eat, sleep, drink, clean, ride in the ambulance. They do everything as, as a member of our community for those two days they're on shift at a time. Uh, sometimes it's a sleepless night. Sometimes it's it's a it's a very calm day, um, and they they're truly what makes the job that I do enjoyable. Um, despite all the abuse that Mr. Sturdivant gives me, uh, <laughs> no, they they do a great job, and I think it's important <coughs> to recognize them for it. And I appreciate you guys doing so. All right, we're gonna take a picture of you, Josh. As soon as Brenda signs off on it, she's gonna give it back to us. <coughs> Come on back here, guys. Make yourself comfortable. Here, you and I'll be I'll be holding it to you. Yeah. Okay. And then come around there. There you go. Here, I'll switch sides, Edge. Okay. Camera Bailey, you weirdo. <laughs> I come in, act like you like each other. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again, Thank guys. You. Thank, Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thank you. Cassie. Yes, sir. Do we need a special motion to open this public hearing? Yes. Yes, sir. You just, yes. You open it and then Jason Okay. The next item on the agenda is to open and hold a public hearing to consider and accept comments 
both written and oral from members of the public concerning an appropriate speed limit for the roads of Geezy Lane and Humble Lane in Precinct 1 and accept comments and close the public hearing. So I make a motion we open the hearing. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Commissioner McBroom, I'm going to turn it over to you. This is just, these are two short dead-end roads in the ward area uh, with multiple houses right by the road. There is no speed limit posted right now. We're just trying to get it to people to care for their neighbors and drive accordingly. So uh, I'm proposing putting the speed limit at 35 miles an hour on both Easy Lane and Humble Lane. Is there anyone in the public that would like to make a comment? Okay. Do I have a motion to close the public hearing? I move we accept all comments and close public hearing. A motion has been made to close the public hearing by Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternhardt. We are closed for the public hearing concerning the speed limit of those roads. We go to the next item on the agenda, and that is to consider and take appropriate action in making a finding and determination that the prima facie speed limit concerning the named roads is reasonable, is unreasonable or unsafe, and in making and in signing four orders concerning an appropriate speed limit for the roads we mentioned earlier for the public hearing, Geesey Lane and Humble Lane in Precinct 1. I made a mistake. That should be two orders, two orders. not four. I apologize about that. No problem. Okay. The two orders. I move we sign the two orders concerning appropriate speed limit for the following county roads, Easy Lane and Humble Lane, at 35 miles per hour. I'll second that motion. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. All right. <clears throat> Next item on our agenda, item number seven, consider and take appropriate action concerning the replat of lots three through seven of the Round Top Springs Phase Two Final Plat. Mr. Clint Sternottle. Good morning. Good morning. So this replat is just for a portion of the of lots three through seven. So some of these lots that were in the original uh, plat had smaller access, and one was a flag lot, and they have been reconfigured, uh, basically to consolidate some of those lots, make them a little more marketable. But they do meet all the requirements of our subdivision regulations. So, are you recommending this, Mr. Sterling? Yes, sir. Okay. I move that we accept a replat of lots three through seven of the Round Top Springs subdivision. Is it three through seven or two through seven? Three. I'm sorry. I'll second Mr. Sternoddle's motion. <coughs> All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed? Motion carries. Uh, Mr. Sternoddle, I'm sure you're going to want to address this next item. And Mr. Bernson has signed up to uh, discuss this next item. It's eight. Consider and take appropriate action concerning the following applications requesting the, the uh, division of real property, Barton Blakelock, located in Precinct 3. SBA Investment Group Incorporated, located in Precinct 2, Richard and Janet Schmidt, located in Precinct 2, and Pam Copeman Matula and Lori Copeman Floyd, located in Precinct 1. And as I mentioned, Mr. Bernson has signed in to speak to this matter. Mr. Bernson? Um, I don't, may not, probably don't have any comments. I'm here to speak on subdivision in a few minutes. I think it's the second one. I'm just signed in in case I, I need to comment. No. Sure. Okay. So all the applications here do meet the county <coughs> minimum requirements for road frontage and lot size. The application from Mr. Blakelock in Precinct 3 and the one from SBA in Precinct 2 both do have some flag lots, uh, but they do uh, size, acreage, and access do meet the minimum requirements. You're recommending this? Uh, yes, sir, that all be approved as they meet the minimum. I move we uh, I move we accept the application request for the division of real property in precinct three, two, and one. 
I'll second that motion. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed? Motion carries. Okay, so Mr. Bernson, I had you down for item eight. Uh, you're wishing to speak to perhaps the next item, the office, uh, the de de development and permitting? No, no, the, uh, you already passed my item, so I'm Okay, thank you. I apologize. I had you down as number eight, or you had yourself down as number yes, eight. Yes, sir. I put that down in case I wanted to speak. I got you. Okay. Mighty fine. Mr. Sternado, while you're standing, your monthly report, please. Yes, sir. For the month of April, our office issued 19 new septic permits, a little bit down from 29 the previous month of March. It also conducted 19 inspections issued 16 development permits and had 12 divisions of property. Pretty standard month as far as we would expect. The divisions of property were largely precinct 1 and 2 and precinct 3 had no applications and precinct 4 had 5. Those applications were four family divisions of property and for the month of April there were no platted subdivisions there were five applications less than 10 acres and then three other ones there that were either larger than 10 acres or divisions between neighbors. Uh, those would have been applications that I would have approved and not have come through commissioner's court. Uh, of those 12 divisions of property, it resulted in a creation of 33 new tracts of property in the county. I would at this time like to say publicly that we had a good productive workshop last week and uh, I had mentioned to the court and to Mr. Sternaudel that at a recent uh, meeting of county judges they were talking about how much their county was growing and how many subdivision recommend recommendations or requests they had in a month's time and it was nowhere near what we're doing here in Fayette County. So I've told you, as I've told you before in the past, Mr. Sternadel, you're doing an excellent job with this. I know it's a complex, and it's not a complex issue, and I know it's not, I know it's complicated, but you're doing a fine job, sir. Yeah, you did a real good job at the last meeting. The way you had everything laid out, the way you plan on doing it, I think it's gonna make it a whole lot easier for the community and the citizens whenever they wanna do something to it. Hopefully you'll cut down on the questions there. So, great job with your department, man, and your group and you and Amber all the ways, all like always, so. Are you uh, making a motion to sure, accept his I report? Move to accept the report from the County Inspector and Office of Development Programming, Mr. Pinster. Motion's been made by Commissioner Brosman. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. We move along, Mr. Sternadel. I think you are going to address this and help us with this item as well. Approve the routing agreement and road use bond agreement submitted by AMP Texas Pipelines, LLC for said company's overweight loads to travel as indicated on the attached map on the following roads of Wonderlick, Darden Loop, Krennic Road, Bacha Road, and Kitchen Lane, Precinct 2, all public roads here in Fayette County. Mr. Sternano? Yes, sir, and the application there uh, has been completed and we have received the signed originals back. So I would recommend we approve it as written. I move that we approve the road bond agreement with AMP Texas Pipeline LLC for the said roads listed in Precinct 2. Motion's been made by Commissioner Sternadel. Second. Second by Commissioner McBroom. <coughs> All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed? Motion carries. Uh, Mr. Sternadel, uh, our next item consider and take appropriate action concerning granting three applications for pipeline public road board crossing permits submitted by AMP Texas Pipelines LLC for said pipelines to cross under Kitchen Lane, Krennic Road, and Botcher Road, Precinct 2, all public roads located in Fayette County. Yes, sir, so these applications are pipelines that are related to the previous item for a production site, and we have received all the three signed applications and their fees for these, and I recommend we approve them. This is the Gray Wolf, right? Correct. <laughs> That's what it's called, Gray Wolf. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> I'm hoping we we'll approve the road bore crossings uh, in Precinct 2 for the said roads <laughs> listed to AMP Texas Pipeline. 
Commissioner Sternaudel makes that motion. Second. Seconded by who wants it? <laughs> McBroom. Commissioner McBroom. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed? Motion carries. I thought you gave yourself a nickname or something. Yeah. <laughs> Next item on the agenda is consider and take appropriate action concerning granting three applications for pipeline public road board crossing permit submitted by AMP Texas Pipelines <coughs> LLC for said pipelines to cross under Kitchen Lane. Yep. Yeah, we just did that. We're we're I'm so sorry. Thank you very much. Next item, we're going to hear from our friend and great employee, Josh Vandiver, EMS director for his monthly report. Good morning. Uh, for the month of April, uh, we sent out $478,700, almost $800 in billing. We collected $120,524. You'll notice that that is, that is trended down and that's actually kind of a dip from normal. Uh, last month is what we anticipate to be kind of tracking. Um, but uh, those two months, January and February, again, unless there was some uh, billing that got caught up in, in the billing process or with the government, we don't know why those were so artificially high. Um, that, We've asked our billing company every time we talk to them. Every month we have our little briefing and they're, they're still looking into it. Um, all other things remaining stable. We had um, MS-150 uh, came through. The first day was no big deal. Uh, we responded to very few calls. I think it was two or three people. Um, none of them which even went to the hospital. Second day got a little wild out in the Waldeck area. There was a lot of people kind of falling out. Um, Partied too hard the night before. The hills are getting them. I don't know. Um, no significant emergencies or injuries from that. Um, I think one broken uh, collarbone that, that was taken to the hospital. Um, the second day, while the second day of the MS-150 was leaving, we actually had an interscholastic bike race, uh, like hills and trails and stuff, up in Warda. Um, that actually kept us very busy. We had two ambulances out there and uh, the ATV was out there. Um, they, that event paid for those units, so that will generate some revenue for the county as well as MS-150 paid for the units that we had responding to that. I think it's important to say in court, we've already put it on our social media. Uh, Colorado County actually signed up to have an ambulance supporting us through MS-150. Uh, MS-150 is going to pay them for that. They'll invoice it. Uh, but they actually stayed with us um, that Sunday morning that ambulance crew from Colorado County was eating breakfast and uh, there was a medical call a serious medical call in the in the place they were eating breakfast and uh, they had one of our radios and so they heard it and they looked, kind of looked around saw what was going on they jumped into action they actually started kind of immediately taking care of that patient that patient eventually got flown to the hospital um, by our crews um, and because of their quick response I mean there was certainly a benefit to that um, so Colorado County did a great job while they were here and that's worth mentioning uh, for the record we've moved in to the new EMS station number four we've not planned uh, we do plan to have a grand opening for that for the public to see um, we have not planned a date for that yet we're still doing some finishing touches um, we've also been working with Bubella real estate to get the old station put on the market um, they had to cancel their photographer today because we weren't sure what weather was doing and all that stuff so they're going to come out probably monday take pictures and get everything listed um, do you have anything to add on that no the station turned out great so far and we just got a few little odds and ends we have to touch up here and there before we can have the grand opening just yeah some sides some other stuff on the outside which is hard to believe you can't get grass right now so yeah god forbid the, the grass <laughs> people say the grass is growing but they can't get out there to, to harvest it, yeah. to, to bring some sod for the, for the yard out there. Yeah. Once we get it all fixed up and finished up, we'll make sure we have a grand open. Everybody can see uh, how we saved their tax dollars and what they got out of it and everything. It'll be a nice little bit. So. Did Mr. Bubella have some sort of a figure in mind? He thought that that building would be worth? He was still kind of getting together some figures and stuff until they took the pictures and came up with a whole packet and everything. He didn't, he didn't say an exact amount yet. Do you, if that's all that I have to bring, oh, we got an email yesterday, I actually didn't put this in my notes, we got an email yesterday that the truck that we've ordered through Oviedo is scheduled for production next week. So um, that 
that's going to really pay off dividends for us getting that truck back quick, rather than waiting, you know, 10, 11 months for a chassis. Um, but if you don't have any questions, that's all I have for my report. I make a motion we accept Josh Vandiver's report. Second. Seconded by Commissioner Birkenhall. <laughs> all in favor say aye. Uh, Opposed, motion carries. Thank you, Mr. Vandiver. <laughs> Our next item, I believe Ms. Hahn will address this, it's consider and take appropriate action in <coughs> accepting and signing sub-grant award letter from the Hazardous Mitigation Grant Program concerning Hurricane Harvey. Ms. Hahn? This is for the uh, award for the catalog drainage study. That application was submitted in 2018 by Janet Kerrigan. This is just, we have to formally accept it, and then the, the next item is to formally sign the grants in terms of isn't that funny? It's, she did it in 18 and it's, we're first getting to it at this point, but. Well, you know, it wasn't, it was, it was not disapproved the first yeah. time around. It was set aside as an alternate All to see if there was any funding and sweat funds came back in. So, and this is the, the uh, award that y'all approved working with Langford. So they will be administering the CDBG funds that they will be administering. So once these, it, it <clears throat> How soon do you think these funds will be available for us to do our projects, or that we don't know? They, this funds should these funds should be available now. Oh. This is this is separate than the mitigation funds that I believe the that the cap project executive committee approved the mod yesterday. That was back with the GLO for I think what they had thirty days. Thirty days to respond. And then uh, then we should be getting a formal award letter for those mitigation. Okay. And Cassie and I were at that at that meeting then, yes, and sir. I did get down right. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I make a motion that we uh, uh, approve the uh, signing of the subgrant award concerning the hazardous mitigation grant program and Hurricane Harvey, as you are suggesting, correct? Yes. Sir. As Miss Hahn suggests. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, motion carries. Ms. Hahn, I think you're the next item as well. Yes, sir. This consider is, a, consider sorry. and take appropriate action concerning approving, entering into, and signing the Fayette County Master Drainage, uh, Drainage Plan Grant Terms and Agreement between the Texas Department of Emergency Management and Fayette County authorizing the county judge to sign any additional documents connected with the agreement. Proceed, then, please. This is the grants term and conditions that we always have to uh, agree to when we get a grant award. So it, is, it does have to do with the drainage. So moved. Motion's been made by Commissioner Brosman. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, motion carries. Ms. Feetsom, County Clerk. The agenda item is authorized Brenda Feetsom, County Clerk, to purchase two shelving units to hold preserved old birth and death records of the county in the amount of $3,886.28 with payment to be made from the County Clerk's Record Management Fund. Ms. Feetsom? Um, I believe y'all see the packet. I have the, uh, the oldest birth records, birth certificates, and death certificates that we are preserving the actual record itself, and they're put into these really nice binders, and I need shelving. So, um, and I think it's 66 on one shelf, and I need two of them, and, uh, and it's a really good price, and uh, just need to put them. What color are they going to be? They're going to be black. I thought burgundy. Well, I do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have her orange, so I'm just going to go Well, I was looking at the color chart on here. <laughs> yes, I see where is a color. Well, I, one of the, the um, birth records are in blue and the death records will be in a reddish color. I move we authorize the purchase of two shelvings for the amount of $3,886.28 using being made by the county clerk's record management funds and she has the discretion to choose the color yes she does <laughs> <laughs> motion's been made by commissioner birkenau second. second by commissioner sternoddle all in favor say aye. aye opposed motion carries can i ask a question yes did the, what, what is what is the purpose of getting the commissioner's approval for this purchase is it because it comes out of the 
Records because, management fund? Because or it, it, was so, it was so high. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if it was like a certain amount it had to be or, or I was just checking. No, anything that's above thousand we're trying to bring okay. just so y'all are aware of it. And sure. I thought she was going with Burger Lee also. She has the money in her funds to do that. I got you. <clears throat> Our next item, item number 16, Mr. Watson is here. Consider, discuss, and take appropriate action concern, uh, concerning action regarding the nuisance complaints brought before the court. <clears throat> Mr. Watson, uh, are you going to sort of give us a recap of our workshop? And in that workshop, where we discuss, where we discuss the nuisance noise problem? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Um, what we have before the court is the letter that our office and the judge's office uh, kind of worked on regarding um, providing that to uh, the Mr. Strauss is the CEO of Magnolia Oil and Gas there in Houston, um, as well as the uh, two resolutions that were discussed last time. Um, and Cassie, I emailed those to you yesterday. Yes. I don't know. Do you, does the court have a hard copy of those? I gave it. Yes. Okay. Well, I gave a copy to the judge. Uh, I forgot to put them on the tablet this morning. There are two here for you to look at. I've seen them this morning. Um, let me go print you guys' copies. I'll tell you what, Cassie. Yes, sir. Why don't we just, I'll just, I'll read this and I'll read the letter. Okay. First, I'll start with the letter that Blake and I and Peggy and Commissioner Sternoddle got together. We formed this letter and we put it in the mail Friday, which was the day after our public uh, workshop. And it's addressed to Mr. Stavros. Stavros, yes, Stavros. I think that's how you say. Uh, the letter says, as you are aware, Magnolia Oil and Gas currently has ongoing operations in Fayette County. Our county offices have worked with Magnolia in the past on a number of your projects, and historically we have enjoyed a mutually beneficial relationship in that regard. Recently, however, our office has received a series of complaints from many of our citizens regarding one of your operations in Fayette County, Precinct 2. The complaint we have received specifically is a compressor station within 500 feet of a neighborhood of residential homes that causes excessive and disruptive noise which has upset the peaceful and quiet nature of our community and kept our local citizens from enjoying solitude in their own homes. Further, it is our understanding that our citizens have attempted to take all right steps in resolving this issue by contacting management at Magnolia, but the remedial action taken was limited and ineffective. We write to you today in hopes that we can come to a resolution to this matter. Here in Fayette County, we strive to be a good community partner with the oil and gas companies who come to do business here, and for the most part, we have been greatly successful with very few hiccups. Working with Magnolia has been no different. Your employees have always followed our local regulations, and we in turn believe we have always been courteous and respectful of your operations and have been happy to assist in furthering those operations. When the residents came to make comments in Commissioner's Court and inform the court, as well as the general public, about the noise issue, we were dismayed to hear it was Magnolia, and that was, that was causing this disruption within our community. We highly encourage you to address the issue quickly as it seems clear that Magnolia's local reputation has been affected by this issue within our communities and our local newspapers. If there is anything Fayette County or we can do to assist you in coming to a prompt resolution of this matter, please don't hesitate to let us know. We look forward to working with you in the future. Best regards, signed County Judge Dan Miller, and Commissioner Precinct Two, uh, Commissioner Precinct Two, Luke Sternoddle. I think it's an effective letter. Uh, we have had no response from them, right, Miss Austin? Yes, okay, but that was a, a good good letter that we put in the mail the day after our workshop when we promised those citizens we would do so. Uh, your resolution. We've actually, I think, Commissioner uh, uh, McBroom and Commissioner Birkenhoff at the last workshop talked about the distance uh, at some point and so we visited with uh, with the Mr. Mr. Uh, Watson and asked him to incorporate 
two resolutions, right? Right. One specifically for the noise and one regarding the distance. Yeah. And uh, one of the resolutions, whereas the county commissioner's court has received complaints related to noise nuisances in Fayette County, and was, whereas the court wishes to address these issues in a positive and productive manner that is supportive of our Fayette County citizens, and whereas the commissioner's court wishes to encourage cooperative and cordial relationships between oil and gas companies and members of our communities. Now, therefore, it is highly resolved by the Commissioner's Court of Fayette County, Texas, that it encourages oil and gas companies to not place any noise-generating equipment within 1,000 feet of a residential property line. <clears throat> and the basis of the other similar resolution probably doesn't get as specific about the 1,000 feet this resolution says, whereas the Fayette County Commissioner's Court has received complaints related to noise nuisances in Fayette County, and whereas the Fayette County Commissioner's Court wishes to address these issues in a positive and productive manner that is supportive of our Fayette County citizens, and whereas the Fayette County Commissioner's Court wishes to encourage cooperative and cordial relationship between members of our communities. Now, therefore, it is hereby resolved by the Commissioner's Court of Fayette County, Texas, that it will take any action available to us to encourage good and neighborly behavior within our county to resolve and keep to a minimum any noise and nuisance complaints. Pretty explanatory. Yeah, I think, I think straightforward to the point was, was kind of better. And I think it serves a purpose. So these resolutions we signed, what mean? Who, who gets these or who this goes? I mean, what what are they? What is the what is the purpose of, of these resolutions? Really, I mean, the noise or we can't we can't our police department can't go stop them. <clears throat> let, let me let me address I mean, that, I, Mr. Yeah, I, do, I don't really understand it. Uh, it. It's my understanding that it was our intentions to write the letter. Yeah, this and, is very effective, I think. I like and, that. And the resolutions, because I believe it was Mr. Mendel. Who, who said that he would like some sort of teeth, if you will, that's my words, not his, some sort of teeth that when he talks to these people in Austin, because that was his next venture, as I remember, to go to the state, that he has some, something to show that the county is behind him. So he could take these and say, Fayette County has passed resolutions in favor of the noise ordinance, so he could take this with him and use it as his... T tell me if that's how you see this, Mr. Watson. That's right, Judge. Um, I think it, it certainly goes to show our support for, for them and, and members of our community um, in dealing with this issue and dealing with the state that show that locally we're doing what we can to, to resolve it, even if we don't have the ability to regulate yeah. the noise specifically through there, um, that we're aware of it, that we're doing what we can with that, and that, that will be our goal in the future that we'll continue to support members Very of our good. community. Miss Austin, how, I'm sorry. The only thing that I could see is, I don't know, I, my thoughts were more on, I mean, I think the letter's great, very well written, everything. The resolutions are, it seems like we should be asking, like, our legislatures for the authority to let us do this or change the legislation or something. Because, I mean, we're kind of just saying, I hope everybody gets along, which I hope we do, but sure, it's not working now. So we need, right. we need the state of Texas to step up and give us the authority to do that. And I, I don't know if the way it's written is conveying that very sure. well. I mean, it's it's just, I mean, I, I see your purpose with it. I just don't know if it's, we need them to say, hey, I mean, we're telling them, we need your help. Right. Mr. Watson, what are your thoughts about perhaps getting with Commissioner Broom and reforming that resolution and then sure. coming back at our future meeting? Yeah, that's no problem. We certainly could do that. Okay. All right. And Miss Austin? The, the resolution itself, I mean, these are copies. Are you going to give us the original to sign? Uh, well, we won't sign those today. Oh, okay. We're going to have okay. Blake and Jason work on those. But yes, in the future, we can. Okay. I, I make a motion that we uh, accept Mr. Watson's report concerning the nuisance and complaints that we did addressed last time. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Our next item, item number 17, accept and approve the written plan of Fayette Water Supply Corporation to replace a new four-inch water line 
in the county right-of-way on Egypt Road and to bore under Francis Road, Precinct 1, and to place and install new water service line and meter to property located at uh, the property number ID 31549 and requiring Fayette Water Supply Corporation to make repairs of any damage done to the roadway, side ditches, and right-of-way of Egypt Road and Francis Road and to do paving work, compacting, and restoring the roadway, sides, ditches, and right-of-way all back to a finished natural grade. I see, I thought I saw Mr. Rebichek here. There he is. Uh, did, did you want to comment on this, sir? Uh, it's just the thing is we have uh, existing water line on Egypt. It's 150 foot from the intersection of Egypt and Francis. We want to continue in the county right-of-way go underneath Francis Road Corner, Francis and take it into private and keep it out of the county right away from on Francis Road for the rest of the letter. I so move. A motion's been made by Commissioner McBroom to accept this. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed motion carries. Thank you. Yes, sir, Mr. Rebichek, thank you. Uh, next item, number 18. Acknowledge the fiber service drop plans and upgrades of Colorado Valley Telephone Cooperative to install new buried fiber optic cables and copper cables within the corridors of Fritch Road, Wanderlick Road, Gable Road, Bombic Road, and Rocky Creek Road in Precinct Sternottles Precinct. Yeah, they can do it. They're going to have fun in them sand rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Glad they're doing it. I'm not. I move that we approve the uh, request from Colorado Valley Telephone Company to install fiber and copper cables along said roads and precinct two. Okay. A motion's been made by Commissioner Sternoddle. Second. Second by Commissioner McBroom. All in favor. Uh, check that, uh, Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed. Motion carries. Item number 19, acknowledge general and no litigation certificate of Fayette County for the benefit of the Attorney General of the State of Texas regarding the Capital Area Housing Finance Corporation multifamily housing revenue bonds, the preserve at Mustang Creek, City of Round Rock, and authorizing the county judge to sign all necessary paperwork. Ms. Austin, are you talking about this? I can, yes. So we get these uh, periodically from the Housing Finance Corporation in Austin. We're part of their region group. So whenever someone in our, our region does apply for these bonds, uh, everyone has to approve it. And then they get sent to the Attorney General <coughs> for the end approval. So this is just our part of that. And this is the board Judge Ed sits on? Correct, yes. I move we acknowledge the general litigation certificates of Fayette County. Motion's been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, motion carries. Next item, number 20, authorizing the following class request, specifically Sheriff Korenik to attend the 145th Texas Association of Annual Training Conference in July, July 22nd through the 25th in Fort Worth, and Jamie Fobb, Indigent Healthcare Coordinator, and Katie Anders to attend the 2023 Regional Training Workshop May 17th and 18th in Conroe. I so move. Commissioner Brosman makes that uh, motion. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed? Motion carries. <clears throat> Ms. Avelka, I believe you have items 21 through 26. Number 21 is to consider and take appropriate action in approving the contract with Carmine State Bank for the financing of a road and bridge 2023 John Deere front end loader for bridge and road and precincts four. Commissioner Boston's precinct. I will have to table that one. Unfortunately, Mr. Supal happened to be out of the office unexpectedly and was not able to prepare the documents. He'll have them to me next week. 
Yeah, I understand his wife got stepped on him. Is that right, Constable? Someone was telling me about that, about the size of a football. Yeah, she, she had a blister on her foot as small as a chicken, small chicken. Yeah. And she had to have, she wanted to have surgery. Yeah, so Commissioner, so so Mr. Sufal could not uh, accommodate Ms. Havelka, so she, we're in fa she is in favor of tabling that item. I'll make that motion that we table item number 21. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Ms. Avelka again, consider and take appropriate action in approving contracts with Pit Pitney Bowes for leasing postage machines for the district judge office and the sheriff's department. Uh, and this is, will help them in their postage, uh, especially the sheriff's department. Um, they do a lot of pin packets and have to send them out by certified mail, so they are able to do this with the postage machine in their office, and same thing with the district judge. They both requested that, and it's $165 a quarter, um, so that's, I think, is reasonable for them. You see it as a reasonable request? Yes. I'll make that motion. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Uh, Ms. Avelka again, consider and take appropriate action in approving a contract with Stevenson Legrand, is it, and File LLC for outstanding auditing, audit for out, outside auditing for 2022, 23, and 24. And we had this. Uh, several months ago and I did go back and talk with Stevenson and well I talked with Greg Trillership who was kind of representing Stevenson. They would prefer they would not do the one year. They would prefer to do it two years. But in attending conference we're having a very hard time finding audit outside auditors that are willing to take on the small rural areas. Uh, I propose that we do it with Stevenson, LeBron, and file for the three years. The only question I do have is they are going to be performing the uh, internal audits of various departments. Um, with Stevenson, it's 1500 per department or trillership, who will probably be the one doing it either way. His is 1200 to 1200 each. I didn't know if y'all would just do the internal audits all together with Stevenson, or did y'all want Trillership to do part of it, and then Stevenson do our main audit and our single um, How audit. many audits would that be? The inside audits, I mean, you said 1,500 versus maybe 12? Yes. How many um, departments do you think could possibly be? I would say anywhere from 10 to 15 at least. Wow. Anyone that handles money. And we're not doing it, we're doing it like so many a year for the three year period. So I'm not having all 10 or 15 of them okay. this year. Oh. It's going to like, we'll probably catch two of them this year and maybe three next year and various. This is the audit where they're going to come to each one of our offices. Yes. And we couldn't find anybody through TAC. I mean, you, you've researched all the ones because I know that I had some. Yeah, and the ones you gave me were from Brownsville, from uh, I think El Paso. Right. And then you have to put them up and you're paying for the board and the rooms for them. Right. And these are local ones that we didn't have to pay for very far. The one that was out there that was at our conference uh, from other auditors that have dealt with them, they were not pleased with them. So that's why we have been pleased, other than the fact that um, Stevenson, since they are now signing off on this, I'm hoping he will come and do some of it himself and look at it uh, more on hands. But Greg has not gone out and done any of the audit team for any of the other departments. I guess my concern is these other ones, I mean, I have talked to different clerks that were happy. I mean, I understand it's going to cost us a whole lot, but we've never been audited. And that's why we have Greg on here. Hold on one second. But Hold on a second. What was your, we have never what? what we've you? never been audited oh, individually oh. in our departments. For, and it'd be well, great to have someone that knew what they were doing. Um, you know, Stevenson and all that, and patrol check. I'm sure they do a fine job, but if they've never done it before, how do they know to catch something? 
Because you know, you hear about we people in their offices. Mr. Velka, Mr. Velka, I do want to hear what you say, but let, let her finish. I just know that means I've talked about it before when I first started. You know, it, it was kind of a shock by tack that we hadn't been audited individually in each department because I was trying to get a good idea and a feel for my office because I, I couldn't really tell what was going on and, you know, how the audit works. And there was an audit from what I was understanding. You need it through TAC, and you need to find someone that does audits for county offices. Um, I just wish that I could have someone on the county clerk side to come in that actually knew the county clerk's business, to make, just to show everybody that we're on the up and up, because there has been, um, not that long ago, recently, you Google it, there's been two county clerks, not county clerks, but clerks in their office, that each individual embezzled $20,000. Well, if that county clerk didn't catch it, how me and you begin to know that my girls aren't doing that? Okay. Not that we're doing it. I just All feel like we need someone experienced. Okay, point, point, point taken. Ms. Havelke, you want to address that? Yes, I do. Trill Chick's been doing our audits for years. They know what the county government is supposed to be doing. So they are aware of what to look for. We did audit county clerk's office several years ago prior to you coming in, because I know Kathy had done that. Um, I checked with the one out of Brenham that was suggested last year. She had never touched county government in a very long time. When we were at the meeting, the only one left there was this Pahachek that just bought out the other one that Austin County was using. I know Austin County's been looking for an outside auditor, and I think Colorado County has been too. And they're having a hard time finding it. Trying to get somebody all the way from El Paso here or Brownsville will be very expensive. So is this the same kind of audit? But hold, hold on, hold on, Miss Feetson, hold on. Let, let her finish. Go ahead. So this is this, they will come in and they will audit your reporting, your cash flow, how you handle everything. Uh, now, if you're asking if you're doing everything um, according to what the county clerk is supposed to be doing according to the statutes. That I don't know if he will go, but he's auditing what the cash flow is, your reports to make sure everything lines up right, what's in your cash drawer, is everything being received? Well, that pretty much any of this accountant could do. So there's just no specialty in that. Okay, so you came in here, Miss Havelka, with I assume a recommendation. So recommend to the court, please. Wrap, recommend what you are recommending. Please. I recommend we go with our financial audit and our single audit with Stevenson, LeGrand, and File. And I recommend we have Trish, Trish and Company doing our internal audits of the various departments. Have you have you talked to Greg lately? Yes. Okay. So he hasn't sold his business to them? He didn't tell me he had. Now the his business was separate on this outside internal audits. So how would how would that affect it? Commissioner Brooms McBroom's question, Trilishek hadn't sold to them. Let's say he has. Would that affect what we're gonna do here today? No, because he retained he sold the financial auditing and the single auditing to Stevenson and Trilishek. Okay. I mean, Stevenson and file and LeBron. He is doing the outside audit, which is an existing and practicing accounting and tax part, is where he can still go in and do these internal audits. Okay. Mr. Russell, you had a question? Yeah, you were saying that you wouldn't know if somebody in your office would be embezzling the money unless you would get an audit. I mean, you wouldn't know that as the no, county clerk being over that office? No, it's just it happens, and I would like to know how that happens because I don't know. I mean, I, everything is on, on top. Everything balances, everything is good. It's just for that to happen in other counties. And it's not all that, it's just about statutes. Are we reporting it correctly to the right place and, and different things like that? I don't know that everything in my office, you know, I know what on paper what we're supposed to be doing, but I don't know, you know, just to make sure that the auditor's office and my office are in sync. I mean, you because there's some things that we've really changed since I've been here because we weren't doing it maybe so much and there's things on the reports that aren't clear as to where things are going i just 
What? We need an outside audit just to look Did at you be able, Could you just reach out to TAC and have a representative come down and go over I all that did, stuff with you? I did, and they told me that we're... But they, they told me if you're concerned about your, your how everything is going and the statutes and everything, why don't this year's budget, you go find somebody to audit your office. This is going to be totally separate hers. If you're concerned about it, find well, somebody. It's not just my office. Figure, it's, it's all offices. But you're concerned about yours right now, right? I'm just throwing money so, out there just to. So if you're concerned about yours, go find somebody. Put it in your budget, and we'll see if we approve it. And then that way you'll have all your questions answered. But you're not going to find anybody to do what you want for anywhere near this price. It's going to cost you a whole lot more, I guarantee you. That is correct. Uh, so but I, mean, I just want to make sure that. But we multiply all this by that. You, I mean, you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars probably to audit. It, I mean, I hate to say it. Is it worth spending that money, money just to audit some departments that maybe don't even take in that much money? I mean. It's just. Other counties, they, they've gone through this. Our county hasn't. I just want to make sure that we're all on the right page. Point taken, Ms. Feetsum. I would say that I appreciate your, your concern, but I would also say that in all likelihood, these other county clerks were probably not taking care of business. In other words, I think when Mr. Broson, his question was pretty much along the lines of, it's hard to believe that these county clerks were taking care of business if it took an auditor to catch them. I'm not really picking on my office. I just no, I understand. I don't think my office is the problem. I just want to make sure that we're doing everything correctly. I understand. But Mr. Trilishek is a licensed professional, whatever his, his title is. So I mean, his job is to catch things like this. Mm -hmm. So I feel comfortable using him. Do we actually have a contract with them, or? Well, do we have a motion to approve approve the contract with Stevenson, Legrand, and File LLC for outside auditing for 2022-23-24, as suggested by the county auditor Havelka? That's your motion. No, no, I'm asking. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, I was asking if we have a motion. Okay. Do we have, do we have a motion? It, the financial and single audit by Stevenson and LeGrand and then Trilishek doing the internal audits is what she recommended. If, 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 if we, do we have a motion for that? I'll make that motion. Okay. Do we have a second? Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Did I say that right? My, I was not opposing, by any means. I was, <laughs> my eye was late for, for a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I think, Brenda's, I think Brenda's still thinking about the order doing that. <laughs> okay, consider and take appropriate action concerning the fines and fees collected for the fourth quarter of the year 2023. I'm sorry, yeah, the yeah. Okay, first so quarter. For the first quarter, as y'all can see, uh, comparing from this quarter to last year's quarter, the sheriff fees is down significantly. Uh, county clerk's fees is down. Um, tax assessor collector's fees were up. District clerk's fees and fines were both up. Um, constable fees, the reason there is more is back in 2022 when the civil fees changed, uh, they were not getting recorded right, they were getting all put in the JP fees and now we've gotten that straightened out. Um, JPP fees are up a little bit and justice court fines are down a little bit. Overall, we are down by 1800 compared to this quarter to last year's quarter. Uh, but if you look at our sales tax, our sales tax is significantly up. Did you say we're down eighteen hundred? Yes. Okay. One thousand eight hundred. But our sales tax is up by one hundred eighty-five thousand, and comparing that to all of the quarters of last year, that is up. Um, and. Not 
Um, the share fees derive from uh, when, I guess, the sheriffs make tickets, then they get a portion of the fee. Same thing like DPS, when they write tickets, they get a portion of the fee. Texas Parks and Wildlife get a portion of their fees. Sure. Now, I will say that currently, uh, we have only gotten in reports from the sheriff's office through January, so we don't have her February and March reports on these books at all. Uh, we've got a man in the back that probably would be able to answer this question as well as anyone. Uh, Constable Wanderlick, would I be correct to say that if a, sh if a sheriff's deputy issues a speeding citation and a state trooper issues a state uh, a citation just a few minutes later, Fayette County receives more net money because the citation issued by the trooper, more percent will go to the state. That I can't answer. They'll go to the precinct wherever they file them, but the percentage, I don't know who gets what. Uh, I believe, why don't we check into that, Cindy? But I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive that for they citation, for the citation written by the state trooper, the state will get more of that net, sure net money. Yeah, and most of the court, you know, in the yes, sir. it's written, but I'm sure the state takes a larger cut out of it. Good. I know on the game orders, they take a really big cut. Yeah, very big cut. Game yeah, orders get 85% sure of the ticket of the county fines that they write. 85%. But there are not many of those citations issued in the course of it. Uh, JP2 gets a lot of them because of the light. The light. The light. The light. The, every time a game Did warden you? comes in there, LCRA regular, and I said, let me guess, cast Not nets. lately. Yeah, they get a sack full of people with cast nets. It's all immigrants. And right. They catch you, they keep you. You know, and they, they don't understand they can't keep game fish. Yeah. Tilapia is legal. And, uh, but that's about the only thing they can keep. Okay. Uh, item number 25. Uh, what makes. Uh, you're right. Commissioner McBroom makes a motion to Second. accept that, and Commissioner Sternhottle has uh, uh, seconded. All in favor say aye. aye. Opposed, aye. motion carries. All right, now we go to 25. Authorized county judge to sign unclaimed property capital credit <coughs> for Fayette County. And this is just a formality. We always have to do this every year to turn in, and then we get a percentage of the dollars back on capital credits. And I I want to say last year it was close to 40,000, I think. Um, we get a good percent back. We never know how much until they get further back. And that's just a, having you authorized to sign that. We authorize the county judge to sign an unclaimed property capital credit paper. Motion has been made by Commissioner Brosman. Second by Commissioner Sternaudel. All in favor say aye. aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Final item on our agenda today is consider and take appropriate action concerning approving the payment of currently due Fayette County bills and expenses. And I uh, propose that we pay all these unless someone has a question on it. The desk for the DPS and not the ones that are coming out of the county attorney forfeiture. That's mm -hmm. the will be paid this next bill Okay, so these are the ones that we had ordered that he had in his budget. I know at the last commissioner's court, I was telling you how much the oil cost. Well, you know, a load of oil used to be ten to twelve thousand dollars, and here's the last load I just got. It's eighteen thousand dollars. So that that shows you how much it costs, and you have to put two shots on each road after you reclaim it redo it and everything so you that's just the oil it's not the rocks it's not the man hours it's not the diesel it's not anything else so it would come down in the hall no after the peak no no it no, went the other way yeah. like fuel came down not this uh cindy in the uh emergency management i see that the hazard mitigation grant that was 85 20 mm -hmm. that's for 
for the H2O. Yes, sorry. Is the rifle wiping it reversed from right? Yes. That's the that was the Jillo required all the documentation to be resubmitted because they changed their process. Just cost a lot up I know <clears throat> I was trying to see if it was online. That much was taken out, I can't remember. But for the uniforms, you know, since we had the last discussion and everything like that, uh, we contacted the driver and did what we were supposed to do once again. And everything was straight for about a week or two. But over the past two weeks, it's completely went to. I, I just have to say, yeah. I, I talked to my guys about it and they didn't know there was a problem because we haven't, we, we have no issues whatsoever so i don't know if it's a different driver you have than us but we have we had two young guys come yesterday and they didn't have a clue what was going on one of our uh, employees just got new pants he wore them one time he traded them not traded them put turned them back in and he only received two back uh he's short three shirts again so he made sure he reiterated that to him we had three other employees that he made sure he talked to them again they're like well we'll we'll make sure we jot that down we'll jot that down we'll try to take care of it but I mean, it's for some reason it's precinct four over and over and over again. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if we need to go out and just check to see what the prices are on other ones. I know you were saying we didn't have to go out for bids with this company because it was Dubai board or whatever. So you you can go on your own too. I mean, we're not in contract with them anymore, so you can just go out on your own. I mean, I think that's may handle better because I'm, I'm happy. What are you talking about? Go on his own, like get his own company to yeah. supply him. I had the same issues. Um, I talked to my route driver a week or two ago, and I told him that if things didn't change, that we'd probably have to go a different route because of the not being satisfied with their service. And he said he appreciated me bringing it to his attention. I told him a lot of the garments have dates on them, and they haven't been replaced like they should have been. And I told him if you know it would be my wish that they would clean their act up and, and upgrade that and get, get the guys decent uniforms and take care of their business a little tighter. And he assured me that he was going to do that. So I know, I know sometimes it takes a couple of weeks for them to replace, you know, uh, uniforms or something, but. I mean, it's kind of sad that the, the drivers we had, the ones that they dropped off clothes yesterday, all the guys were the same colored shirts, you know, they're like a grayish. You mean the same color like these two? Uniforms. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> uh, but they all wear like the grayish can kind of colored shirt. Well, they dropped off two blue uniforms there yesterday. I mean, it's clear as day that there was no belong in that. You know? And I think that's what happens with a lot of the clothes is that they just get mixed up. And, you know, they might not even be the route driver's fault. It might be whoever loads the truck in the morning. They get dropped off. But the sad part is, is that so many of the employees of the places, they're pissed off that their uniforms are all messed up. And so whenever they get somebody else's, they're like, well, just throw these away. I ain't worried about it. it ain't my junk. Well, then they blame the employee that, oh, yeah, that on their computer it shows it was delivered, but it wasn't delivered to the right place, so they never get their uniforms. So, I mean, you know, the driver tells you, well, oh, your employee, it takes six weeks because he's getting Wranglers. We can't get Wranglers. You can go to any Walmart and go get some 30, 13 MWZ Wranglers any size you want right now. So that's just a bunch of, I don't know. It's just aggravating. I make a motion we pay the bill. <laughs> I'll second that. Commissioner Sternot will second. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed. Motion carries. Move we adjourn. Commissioner Broskin moves we adjourn. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternot. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed. Motion carries. We are out of here. Thank you.